views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Angel Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio with myself, Claire Candy Hoff. You know, with last week being the first show of the month, we began a new theme for February. And the Posse of Angels wishes to speak about that topic, which is love, by entitling today's show, A Lifelong Love Affair with Yourself. And with Valentine's Day in only two days' time, I thought I would check in with the Posse of Angels and ask them what they thought of the upcoming holiday. And actually, the angels were very amused with the whole Valentine's Day thing because they asked me, why don't humans have a national breathing day? And why isn't there a national beating of your heart day? Well, both of these things, breathing and our heart beating like love, happens naturally. And most of the time, they occur without us realizing it. I guess their point is that to love and to be loved is a natural thing that all human beings have. And that we can have love in our lives in any second that we choose just by choosing to put our focus on love. But most of the time, 
Many people are so dead set on preaching to the universe how love is supposed to be in their lives that we diminish and we close off the possibilities of how and when we can experience love. You know, if we buy into the whole Valentine's Day vision of love perpetuated by the greeting card companies, the chocolate manufacturer manufacturers, the florists, and the jewelers, we can get caught up in a very commercialized form of love that is built around conditions and expectations. Now, for instance, some of these conditions might have us thinking, oh, my partner loves me if he buys me flowers, or if he really loves me, he'll buy me flowers and a diamond ring. Or if he truly loves me the most, he will buy me flowers, a diamond ring, and a villa in the south of France. Well, the whole point is that once we start to play this game, it's difficult to know where to stop. You know, you might be laughing to yourself, but there was a time in my life that I was associated with people who were just like this. I guess that's because it was a reflection of me. They were so caught up in climbing the social ladder of who could acquire the most that they were materially blinded to anything remotely associated with feeling rich by connecting to their free emotion of love within. Now, appropriating a single day to show love is so insanely ludicrous because at the most profound depth of who we are as human beings is the fact that we are love. And this occurs in uh, every single second. In fact, we are so inextricably linked with God's love that even if we do not think that we're love, this connection of divine love always exists underneath any false premise that we choose to perpetuate. And if love is dormant and asleep within us, then love can be reawakened in the blink of an eye. And counter to what all the great, great romance novels and romantic movies have shown us, Love doesn't happen because who we are with. Love happens because of who we are. And the posse of angels wish for me to repeat that. Love doesn't happen because who we are with. Love happens because of who we are. But love can only happen with our permission. Because no matter how much someone loves you, you can choose to feel unworthy and undeserving of their love. So it really is our choice. Now, in last week's show, the Posse of Angels and I spoke on the topic of love being our most amazing gift. And this is because each one of us is love, regardless of any of the decisions and the choices that we've made or even if we feel loving or loved. You know, everyone, many times we deny that we're love because we're replaying old programming of taking to heart someone else's words that caused us to feel unloved or unworthy or not deserving. But deep within, underneath 
any negative belief system, regardless of what we've done or said, the angels want to remind us that each one of us is more beautiful, more powerful, and more magnificent than we ever could possibly imagine. Now, just for the record, the posse of angels and I want to remind you that you are a child of God. You are made and co-created in that reflection. You're more cherished, you're more adored and loved, not on a specific day, but in any single second of every single day, month, and year since you were born and before you were born. This love is not dependent on what you were given, on what you own, on what car you drive, on what clothes you wear, or if you ever produce, achieve, or even create anything. This love is indisputable, unconditional, constant, and unwavering. And when we allow ourselves to fully comprehend God's love for us, we begin to realize how extraordinarily fortunate we all are. You know, if your life is not representative of these words, it's because you might have forgotten who you are. You are love and you're allowing outward external expectations and conditions to dictate how you feel and if you are to be loved. Actually, the hardest I have ever seen the angels weep is for those clients who have completely forgotten who they are as they are denying their divine love inside. Because when we forget who we are, we actually stop loving ourselves and stop seeing ourselves as having any importance. And once we stop acknowledging our importance, we then begin to seek and find our identity in other people and things outside of ourselves. Now, this sets us up on a perpetual cycle of giving our power away. And because we know unconsciously that we are love and the illusion of not being loved hurts us so terribly, there are many who escape into substance abuse and distract themselves with addictions to hide from the perpetuation of this painful illusion of not being loved. You know, over the past 15 years through my business, Angel Healing House, I truly have lost count of all the clients who have gone through relationship breakdowns that have said that they need their ex back in their life in order for them to feel loved as they feel so empty without them. The clients are rightfully empty as most of their relationships were codependent. And they did very little to make themselves a priority and nourish and nurture their own self-worth. You know, once their partner leaves them, they do feel and they fall pretty heavily as they've been leaning on the other person for their sense of love. One of the greatest ways that I find to keep reminding myself of love of self is by honor and honoring and respecting who I am. I do this by honoring and encouraging my unique gifts and talents. And everyone has abilities, talents, 
and gifts. You know, there might be others out there with similar gifts, but there never has been another me with my set of unique fingerprints. And nobody does things quite in the same way that I do. This reminds me of when I channeled my beautiful book, Angels of Faith, based on my two near-death experiences, and it helps people reconnect to their divine, eternal natures, how we do not die. You know, when I channeled that book, I could have said, well, why write another book? There already have been lots of books on angels, but I knew in my heart that there never has been, there never is, and there never will be another book written with the same energies and intention that mine was written with. That's how unique each and every one of us truly is. Once we allow this feeling of uniqueness to permeate through us, we begin to value our contribution to ourselves, to others, and to the planet. We begin to see ourselves as an integral part of life, and we find joy in making ourselves a priority. This is not at the expense of anyone else, but we begin to see that our peace and certainly our joy is just as significant as any other's and that we have every right to feel nurtured and nourished. So please remember, if you're disappointed by love on Valentine's Day or on any other day of the year, ask yourself, where, is, uh, where in your life can you put more focus and more attention on the creation of your importance, your value? Perhaps you could write that book that you have inside of yourself. When people see that I've authored many books, they tell me I have an idea, that they have had an idea for a book. And I said, well, have you written it? And they say, oh, no, I can't write. Or, oh, no, um, there's been books written on the subject before. Honor yourself. Your intuition um, has that is telling you to write the book. How do you know where it's going to go and where it's going to lead you? Or you could dare to switch to a more honoring, creative job. You can honor your gifts and talents by sharing them with the world. Ask the angels to send you signs on how you can share love, compassion, and kindness with others. And you know, if you do wake up on Valentine's Day and you don't find your Ferrari parked in your garage and your breakfast tray does not come with two plane tickets to your villa in the south of France, remember that love is not something that you're given or have to search for. Love is something that you already are. Remember that having a lifelong love affair with yourself it will constantly bring you the richest fulfillment from the inside out. You know, everyone, my clients who have felt like love was lacking in their lives, either romantically or a lack of self-love, were immeasurably helped out of their depression by following my suggestion 
to go love and help someone less fortunate than themselves. And believe me, no matter how low we seem to be, there's always someone worse off than we are. Years ago, a client in Australia came to see me who was severely depressed. He said that he'd lost his job and he'd not worked in a very long time. When I asked him if he looked for employment, he told me that, oh, he just didn't have the energy to look for work. When I asked him what things he did do to uplift his mood, he said that his days consisted of smoking, drinking endless cups of coffee, watching TV, and feeling sorry for himself. Well, when I explained that our lives are the representation of what energies that we choose to focus on and perpetuate, it became very obvious that his life had become the sad reflection of his perpetuated chosen state. I suggested that one of the best ways to counter depression is to go help someone who is worse off. Now, he was absolutely perplexed how helping someone else could possibly help him. I shared with him that when we perceive that we seemingly have nothing, it's remarkable how much we really have when we do help someone else. It makes us feel good about ourselves, that we're needed, and it increases our positive energies and it recharges our immune systems. Now, the posse of angels then swooped in. They showed me a vision of a hospital. And I suggested that with his free time, he could go down to the local hospital and volunteer. It was several months before I heard from this client again. And he told me that he took my suggestion and went and volunteered at the hospital. He was told that the old gentleman who pushed the magazine, candy, and drink cart around to the patients for them to buy things was getting on in years and he needed some help with his rounds. My client was to arrive Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings and help the old man fill up the heavy cart with supplies as they had to visit many floors in the hospital. Initially, my client, who was a strapping man who, was, who worked previously as a builder, he felt superior to this old man who moved very slowly. And he smirked at the old geezer who was dressed in his old-fashioned bow tie, his vest, his suit, and his straw hat. But as soon as they pushed the cart into the first ward, the faces of the patients lit up and they shouted out, Hi, Bert! My client then watched him interact with each person. He asked them how they were. He asked them, how's your family? He asked them if they watched any good movies or read any good books. He engaged with everyone, told them a joke, a story, and he brought back life into an environment of pain, of suffering, and sadness. Now, on their coffee break, my client and this old gentleman were sitting in the cafeteria, and my client asked Bert, how long he had been doing this for. He said that his wife had been ill for a long time and had spent her last two years pretty much in this hospital. 
Now, during that time, he got to know the staff very well and would brighten up their day with his cheery, optimistic nature. When his wife crossed over, he told the nurses that he felt like he not only lost his wife, but he would be losing his hospital family as well that he had come to know and love over the two years of his, of his wife's illness. They said that if he wanted, he could take over the vacated position of the person who used to push the magazine cart. And like magic, he had a family. He had a purpose to get up, to give, and to be of service to others. You know, my client told me that by seeing this man's pride in the way he dressed and presented himself and gave to the patients, it showed that he was doing so much more than just delivering books and candies for the patients to buy. He was giving of himself to those who were physically ill and could not move around like he could. It made him grateful and it made him appreciative for his health and how he didn't have to be in pain and confined to a hospital bed. After several weeks of helping out Bert, my client was speaking with one of the nurses, and when he told her that he was a builder and had been unable to get work, she said that her brother was a contractor and to contact him. Well, he later told me that it turned out that this nurse's brother was hiring builders as the permits for a new housing development had just gone through and he needed all the help that he could get for the massive job. Please do remember everyone, we make a living by what we receive, but we make a life by what we give. Now in honor of Valentine's Day, I'd like to read out a poem. Uh, it's a very special poem because it speaks about love, but not only romantic love. So many people get caught up in only romantic love with Valentine's Day coming up. But this poem speaks about love in all its different forms. And the poem is called Love's Affirmation. And it's by my father who passed away almost three years ago. Uh, and the and his name is Leonard Milgram. And the poem goes like this. I will give love to all who pass my way, a pure and positive love, my smile, a bright bouquet. I will feel love every moment of my quest. I will openly reveal love to move my world with zest. I will meet love to touch its tender beat. Joyfully, I'll greet love to render me complete. I will trust love to comfort when I fail, to believe in just love to help me to prevail. I will savor love in everything I do, a bold and braver love to heal me and renew. I will treat love as nourishing as food, radiate complete love, in humble gratitude. I will live love and never think it odd that the more and more I give love, the more I get from God. <coughs> Excuse me, everyone. 
So before we go to a break, I just would want to remind everyone about uh, the energies uh, that are coming up as we hit mid-month of February. Okay. Mars wraps up its stay in Aries this week. Now, what does that mean? Mars being in Aries was a, was a great place for it to be because it was energetic. It got us motivated. So this is really good. But as, as it moves forward, it meets up with Uranus on February 13th. Now, that's tomorrow. And here we go. We're on the cusp of a very new beginning. And I felt this coming. It's like it's, like it's on the horizon. It's very imminent. These new energies, new beginnings are coming. And, uh, and they will be heralded uh, by Uranus moving into that sign tomorrow. And while Uranus wants things liberation and freedom, it often manifests in unpredictable, volatile ways, bringing many people breakthroughs. This energy with energy with Mars and Uranus together makes us feel as if we need to break out of something that we feel has been holding us back. It shakes us up and launches us into new ventures. And these new ventures are radically different from our previous ones. Think back to April 2011. That was the first time that Mars joined Uranus and Aries. And it kicked off a story for us that's been played out over the last seven or eight years. You know, when I thought about this, I began Angel Healing House Radio seven years ago. It's as it's now in its eighth year. And that has launched me out internationally and my work globally across the planet. As Mars reaches Uranus this time, it's like a goodbye and it's like we're tying up loose ends. It's important for us to be conscious of the people we were back in 2011 versus who we have evolved into. After all, Uranus is a force of evolution. And in Aries, Uranus has demanded that we embrace who we are as individuals and to go out and to just be ourselves. So in the coming weeks, I would love to hear from you on how these energies of breakthroughs and new um, and new opportunities and connections will be affecting your life. I will su- certainly keep you posted and see what comes into view, what comes into manifestation on the horizon, as I have felt like these new things are imminent. And from mid-February on, it seems that those planetary energies will help those things unexpectedly manifest in our lives. You have been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff, on Angel Healing House Radio. We will take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be taking some of your calls. So I'll see you after the break. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff. 
angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Have you discovered the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight. Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort, and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, but embraced with joy. One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on Earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil. And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. everyone and welcome back to Angel Healing House Radio with me Claire Candy Hop and thank you so much to those people who have wished me a happy Valentine's Day um, for those people who are are waiting uh, uh, waiting and anticipating this day of love and as I said in the channel a love happens uh, because not of a certain day it doesn't even happen because of who we're with it happens because we are our, it happens because who we are and because it is, uh, we are made in that divine reflection of God's love. So uh, if you're, uh, if you're ex- experiencing anything but love, perhaps put your, put your focus on making yourself a priority, nourishing and nurturing yourself. And, uh, and bringing out that love that is always within you. Let's go to our first caller. We have David. David, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hop. How are you today? Good. How are you doing, Candy? I'm doing very well. Happy, happy Love Day in uh, two days' time <laughs> and every other day of the year. <laughs> yeah, I love what you're talking about. Like, self-care is important, and it's good to finally come into that. Yes, it is. It is. You know, for so long, uh, many of us were programmed or many of us were taught that it was uh, selfish to give to oneself uh, and uh, and to put all your energies. But, you know, we ended up feeling empty. We ended up feeling used and uh, and abused. Uh, so many of us because, uh, you know, we our our vessel was empty as we had not allowed ourselves to refill with love. Um, and so uh, once we turned the mirror back on ourselves and filled up, it felt really good. It felt really good, not at the expense of anybody else, but because we nourished ourselves. Definitely. Definitely. So, so what's been going on in your life? You know what? Like, 
when I was thinking about calling up your show, I was like, God, what can I talk about? Then, of course, something just happened. So I was like, well, it's a good topic to talk about. Mm. My thing is in my finances, like I'm either like just getting by or when I finally get ahead, something comes in and just eradicates it all. Okay. Which is what just happened. <laughs> so like, I like unexpectedly, something would just come in and just wipe me out and I would just be like, Oh my God, like how can somebody do, you know, like how is that possible? So I need to kind of like figure out what's going on. Like this idea of, you know, just getting by or this idea of when I finally get ahead, like it just gets kind of taken away. So I need to, I want to live in overflow. I want to live in that flow and that grace and that ease. And so this is my next learning thing. Right. Okay. Now, when you're speaking, um, what I'm picking up is there's something, there's something still residual, I feel, that's left. There's an energy of uh, not, not allowing yourself to, um, to really uh, latch on to, uh, I am... I am so powerful that there never has to be a time when there's when I have to choose either feast or famine. You know, that right. I can I can yep. continually be in that flow. And I think and I feel that that has to do with self-worth. Mm. I am that okay. I, I am worthy and I am deserving of being in that flow. And uh, and sometimes Sometimes people who are on this carousel of either they're flush with money or either, and then they, they co-create something in to come in and take all the money away. Uh, it, it's, it's because they haven't, they haven't fully uh, realized uh, that, um, and, and they fully haven't surrendered, sorry, that um, the way that the money needs to come in. Mm, yeah. So there's That's an, funny. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. There's an expectation, okay, so, an attachment there. That's funny because what popped in my head was there's a, a story by Yogananda really, really quick. And at the end of it, like somebody asked him, well, where's the money going to come from? And he's like, wherever it is. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that popped in my head this morning. Like I was like, oh, wherever it comes from. So that's mm -hmm. just confirmation about what you're talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and they're saying that this is the last little, you know, Last little pop, the last little thing that that uh, uh, to let go of and to surrender. Um, years and years and years ago, I mean, I was screaming out to the posse of angels, "Send me clients, send me clients," and they'd say, "That's nice, go write another book." And I said, "Well, guys, I said you don't, not, you don't. A lot of you haven't had, you know, <laughs> human bodies before, so you know, you so you don't know that you know we have to eat here and we have to put a roof over our heads." And they said. That's nice. Go write another book. Right. And I said, uh, okay. And just by being in that uh, energy of releasing and surrendering, then money started to come in from all other avenues. And uh, and I've uh, imparted this to my clients that have had service uh, businesses, and they've been screaming, clients, 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 and the universe has wanted to send it in all ways, shapes, and forms, but their expectations right. and their attachments has really been closing that down. So uh, yeah. be because we're children of God, we, our money comes from the divine. Uh, that energy of abundance is actually 
like a Bunsen burner inside of us. And as long as we're right. stoking that, then it can come in all kinds of forms in our life. So, um, so I love that. Um, I, I love the book also, The Autobiography of a Yogi. Um, I, wrote, I, I should reread that. I wrote that, read that years and years ago. He was such an extraordinary fellow, Yogananda. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and those are good words, what you're saying, too. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Um, but I think, okay. uh, but I feel that's going to help you enormously by surrendering your expectation and attachment as well, to how this is going to come in. Well, you're, you're right about that because, again, like right when that idea came and then I was like, all right, my body got really peaceful and then like a client came in. Mm. Like, like came in and got some like bereavement sessions with me, right? So I was like, oh, and also I was like, well, wait a second, maybe I am powerful. Maybe I I can create something, you know. So you're right. So and, it's and with this, what you just brought up. And this is such a, a timely discussion that we're having now. Thank you so much for calling in because where so many of us are that have been on this awakened, enlightened path conscious, whatever you want to call this, um, is yeah. that, uh, I've, I've spoken, uh, quite a lot about us being now going into our third part of our mission. And just briefly, okay. the first part of our mission was for us to wake up, uh, I don't know, that could have been 10, 20, 30 years ago. Some people have been doing this for a really long time. Uh, and then get as many people on board to the train of consciousness and ascension that we possibly right. could get. You know, we did the healing, the healing practices. We learned Reiki. We learned different modalities. Uh, we, we, um, uh, you know, uh, did service um, meditation nights or things like that. Um, and then in 2012, we were told to turn the mirror back on ourselves and create the radio programs, write the film scripts, uh, screenplays, write the books, all of those things. Now we find ourselves at the third part. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because, as I said, and I, I just read out, with Aries going into, um, sorry, Mars going into Uranus, what that's going to do is it's going to bring about ways in which we can serve in ways that we didn't even realize that we could use right. our skills and our gifts and our talents. So the posse of angels want you to know, D, David, is to open yourself up to, to all kinds of ways where you can serve and, uh, and just say, I open to serve uh, in, in all ways, shapes and forms. Um, and okay. it could, it could come in with Uranus. It's usually unexpected. And, uh, and you know, it's just sort of out of the blue, um, and it really takes our fancy and we go, that's great. I never thought about doing that before. And we're not only uh, supported, but we're rewarded for our gifts and talents. The first uh, card coming out for you is the Ace of Cups. Now, the Ace of Cups is that card of that fulfillment inside of you, that highest form of emotional fulfillment. But the Aces are beginnings. So this is a, uh, a good indication that these new beginnings are going to be happening for you. And as I spoke about mid-February onwards, these uh, Uranus energies, that's what they're bringing us. These, these unexpected, you know, 
could come in in, in quite uh, the amazing, miraculous way. But uh, be open and surrender to that. The next card that's coming in to you, for you is the partnership card. Now, this is, this is the Two of Cups. A lot of people read this as love. But it also can be those people who are supporting you, uh, who will be promoting you and rewarding you. So you've got, uh, so far, you've got the, the um, ace, which is the one of cups. You've got the two of cups. Uh, if this is going to be the three of cups, I'll go buy a lottery ticket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this nice. card, the next card is the nine of wands. This is the been through the battles card. Um, this card is just saying to you that, uh, that it's time of, uh, because it's a nine card, the posse of angels are saying it's a time of completion. And that, um, and, uh, you know, just because things have been a certain way, you know, this feast or famine thing, because you're conscious right. of, because you're conscious of it now, it will start to uh, fade away and you'll be able to put new energies into surrendering to all kinds of ways that you can serve. So I hope that's been helpful for you. It has. Thank you. I appreciate you. Wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in and keep us informed what that is that's coming in for you because I feel it in my bones that, uh, that things will change enormously as we get more into uh, the last weeks of February and certainly into March. I will. Thank you. All right. You look after yourself. God bless you. Take care. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. That's a really good call. Thank you so much, David, for reminding us, for reminding us that what we have done so far is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. If you've had a healing practice, if you've, uh, if you're in, uh, in a job that you've been doing for a while, that's wonderful. But what the universe is asking so many of us with this unexpected Uranus energy is it's going to be bringing us the people, the connections, and the opportunities to suddenly for us to be presented with new ways with new ways that we never thought possible before of us stepping into these um, new ways of, of us, for us to be authentic and to be honest and abundant and passionate and creative and being not only financially remunerated, but stepping into something very, very new, which will support um, us serving the divine within ourselves and then so, um, serving, going out into the world and serving others. We have our next caller. We have a caller from California. You're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. What is your question and what's going on in your life? Uh, well, I'm working on a current project at the moment. And there's a couple of others that I'm trying to get started. And I suspect that the other two projects are probably a little bit stalled at the moment because they would be a distraction from what I'm working on at the moment. But I'm still curious if there are any insights into these other two projects um, that I'm just looking to get something started on. Uh, one of them 
is overseas, I guess, and the other one is local. Okay. Well, the first word that I heard was prioritize. Uh, it's, it's very important to have those wishes and those dreams and those desires. Um, keep them in the periphery, but uh, when uh, all your efforts, they're saying, uh, must be put on uh, the one you're working on now because your, uh, your intuition is absolutely spot on that if you would be working uh, and if you would um, put any of your time on any of these others, it's kind of going to be like you'll dilute the energies that are swirling around this project. They're saying that this project, um, going back to 2015, uh, has wanted to... Uh, has, and has wanted and has been raring to go. And it was just waiting. It was just waiting on your efforts and it was waiting uh, to be brought into manifestation. Now it's like standing on the pre precipice and they're saying that keep putting your efforts into They're also saying that Either someone or some people are going to magically and miraculously turn up, uh, and this uh, and you know it, it, the, it, that's going to happen because of your all your efforts and your belief in this project. Um, uh, it's not going to come out of nowhere, but you have. Every time your intuition has told you to do something, you have actioned it. You have contacted that person. Um, and they're saying that uh, that person is going to come in and is going to start the ball rolling. And uh, it's going to be much quicker, they're saying. That it's, um, the whole process is going to be much quicker and much easier than you could possibly ever imagine. So they're saying, hold tight, hold tight. Uh, you know, uh, things were never supposed to be any quicker than they were. You know, um, you're not, uh, um, you know, you might, you might think to yourself, oh, you know, that should have been done last year or that, I, that person should have connected with me. That what, they're, what they're saying is you're right where you're meant to be. And that launching off period for this project um, is going to be much quicker and much easier than you think it will be. Let's go to the cards. Um, and they're saying that the other, two, the other two projects in their own time, you know, mm -hmm. not, not to give up on them because they were given to you. They were given to you, uh, divinely given to you as they're wonderful and they're creative, but your main focus has to be on this one that you're doing now. Okay. And what comes in for you is money. There's the ace of pentacles. Okay. The money's going to be there. Actually, the money's there on the etheric plane. They want you to visualize the money. The money is already there. You don't have to wait for it. It's, since it's there already, it's divinely given to you. It just, it's just waiting for that divine timing to manifest on the earth plane. It's like 
it's like they're already giving it to you on the etheric plane and it just is going to take uh, that earthly time for it to be handed to you. But the money is already there for this project. It's there um, and it's raring to go. What you're waiting on now, your second card, is the death card. It's going to the transformation from this being your vision into it becoming a reality that's coming up that's coming up they're saying let me see it's uh, number 13 so uh that could be 13 days it could be 13 weeks but certainly it's not 13 years it's going to be in this year and it's going to be very soon so uh all you need to do is just hold tight to that and then the next card is another ace this project has fairy lights and they're showing me, you know, those lights that are around um, a makeup mirror, like you're, the, yeah. like you're the star. And this is the Ace of Swords, which is the new beginning around, they're saying particularly around film and TV, uh, media. So uh, whatever this is, it has fairy lights all around it. Um, and they're saying... They're patting you on the back. That's what they're doing. They're, they're patting you on the back and they're applauding. And they're saying, thank you for following your intuition because it's your hard work and dedication which will then bring about. Uh, you've run 99.9% of a race and you're about to cross over the finish line. And be careful what you wish for because you're getting it. So I hope that's been helpful for you. It has, yes. Is there any way to make it 13 days instead of 13 weeks? <laughs> well, uh, no, because that's divine timing. <laughs> but you know what you can do? You can you, you, you say to yourself, thank you. Thank you for the money. And you, you imagine yourself when you have this money, because it's your, they want you to know it's yours already. When you have this money, uh, you can start to say, where am I going to apportion it? Because with a lot of money comes great responsibility. You know, a lot of people say, oh, if I could only win lot lotto or, or the lottery, you know, then I would blah, blah, blah. But, you know, a lot of times people just let that dribble away because they, they haven't thought to themselves the responsibility of investing it, of perhaps setting up a trust or a charity or things like that. So they want you to know that this money is already yours and to start apportioning it. You don't have to wait for it. It just has to mm. manifest. It just has to manifest on the, uh, I see you just surrounded by so much money. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, uh, and uh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. helpful. It is very and also helpful. I was thinking, I was also thinking that the money that you see coming in, it may well be for the project and not particularly necessarily for me personally. No, well, um, no, no, no. Know, so, but, it, but it could be both. They're saying both. They're saying the money that's yeah. going to come in for this project, this project is going to bring in so much money. So it's like, it's like a twofold, whereas uh, our previous call, David said he was either feast or famine. The posse of angels want to say that you are in this flow. You are in this flow mm -hmm. and that it's just going to keep 
feeding and feeding and feeding by your enthusiasm and following your intuition. So it's, it's not just the money is going to be for the project and it's not going to make money. It's going to make a lot of money. And so you can already start planning those other two projects with the money that this project is going to be making. You'll probably get um, other people on board. They're saying to help you with those projects because of the recognition you'll be getting from this thing. Um, mm. But, uh, but it, they're saying that you could almost fund them by yourself with the money that's com- com- coming in from this. Mm. So, so they're just saying that it's all there for you on the etheric plane. So I hope that's been mm, helpful for you. Very good. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thanks very much. I appreciate okay. it. God bless you. Take care. Have a beautiful day. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Wow. That was just, uh, that, that was an amazing sight that they showed me. That's uh, bucket, bucket loads of money, bucket loads of money on the etheric plane. And uh, we had uh, two very, very, uh, Different yet similar callers in that one was experiencing that feast and famine and another was experiencing the flow um, just because uh, he, he, the second one was experiencing the flow because he let go of the way, shape and form that the money needed to come in. With the little time that we have left, uh, let's pull some cards for uh, Valentine's Day for those people who are celebrating and let's see what messages the Posse of Angels have for us um, and as I said to many people who are not attached uh, to a, lo- a beloved perhaps on Valentine's Day and I know many clients who are saddened by this uh, plan something plan something wonderful on that day um, you know, if you have the means, that you could plan getting a, ma- a massage or a facial. You could take yourself to the movies, eating popcorn at a movie. I don't care really what, what the movie is, is one of my favorite things to do. Um, uh, you know, um, or else if, if money is an issue, um, you know, take a bath and get some rose petals and just throw it in the bath. Nice uh, Epsom salt baths and take yourself out for a walk in nature. Do something which is really nourishing to your soul because you are love. And the more you perpetuate that, the more you will see love in your life. So let's do a quick three card read as I only have about three minutes to go and uh, see what cards come out for us for this Valentine's Day. The first card is the death and I did shuffle. Uh, the death card is about transformation of things in your life. So if you're not experiencing love, then you can transform that in any single second by putting your emphasis on love. And once again, if you feel like you lack love in your life, go love and help somebody that is less fortunate that you are. So many people have been helped. I know so many of my clients who do dog rescues and cat rescues and um, and they just are so loved up by these wonderful uh, animals, precious beings that are, um, uh, you know, uh, saved from, from kill shelters and then they find them wonderful homes. Uh, the next one is for you is the is the Four of Cups. The Four of Cups is take that uh, 
focus that you might have on not having love in your life and putting that focus on what you do have in your life. And when you put your focus on your blessings, it's amazing how many more blessings come in. And the next card is the judgment card, which is about starting a new phase in your life. So with these two cards, the death card, the transformation card, and the judgment card about having a new phase in our life, that just shows me that with these Uranus energies that are coming in, things will be transformed, some would say, in a New York minute. So hope that's been helpful for everyone. You've been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff. Remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. And to uh, find out more about my books, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, about my five most important past lives and what I did in between those lives in heaven and the sequel to that I am an angelic walk in the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel. You can find these and other things on my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. And do remember everyone that to go out and fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself this week, uh, like always. And I'm wishing you so much love and angel blessings. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. 